Imagine that you're about to board a plane to take a trip. Not a long one, about 50 minutes, give or take a few. Long enough for you to order a coffee or an adult beverage. Your captain is a grade school four square champion and an all-star at UNO. Hailing from Salina, Kansas and residing in Southeast Texas, he will give you his thoughts on music, family, and adventures in life. So sit back and get comfortable. The seatbelt sign is always off. Welcome aboard Flight 785. That's one of the smoothest intros of a podcast ever, guys. This is Flight 785. My name is Kenyon. What is cracking? I'm here with my lovely wife, Carrie. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm How feeling are you? It. I, I am feeling it. I am feeling it today. The energy is there. You're pumped and ready to go? Always, always. So check <laughs> this out, guys. What I need y'all to do is just take a second and subscribe to the podcast and also Follow Flight 785 on IG. It's a good look. Leave a five-star review and send me a uh, send me a uh, message. Shoot me a DM. Let me know that you left a review, and I'm going to give you a shout-out. And speaking of shout-outs, I'm giving a shout-out, the first shout-out, to my good friend Michelle. She sent me a email with some shows that I need to watch, some shows I need to check out. So, Michelle, I got your email. I appreciate it. I see you down there in the 785, and I appreciate you. So, yeah, so she went ahead, shot me an email at uh, flight785podcast at gmail.com. It was all good, and, you know, there's your shout-out. So, you know, if you want to get a shout-out, go ahead, shoot me an email, subscribe, send me a five-star review, or put on a five-star review, and we will get it cracking. And your name will be heard Coast to coast, L.A. to Chicago, in the words of Sade. You heard of Sade, right? You know who Sade is, Carrie? Yeah. Yeah, Sade. Right? Yeah, yeah, smooth operator, you yes. know. That, that's the jam. So the 4th of July, you know, it just finished. Had a good 4th. The people were shooting off fireworks all night in my subdivision. All till, night. Till 4 a.m. Till 4 a.m. They were shooting off the fireworks. And, uh, you know, that's... Honestly, they've still been going at it the last, what, three days? Yeah, yeah. They, you know, they still have all these leftover fireworks. And so they're going to blast them off. So that's From just how it goes. From 9 p.m. till midnight still. Oh, that's Every how, night. Well, that's how they do it. So guess what? So the 4th of July, you know, in uh, uh, what was it, last week's podcast or before, I was talking to you about uh, our good friend, Joey Chestnuts. Uh, you know, the guy yes. that, that eats how, hot dogs. How did his, his competition go? Okay, so let me tell you. You know, he said that he thought that he was going to down 77 hot dogs. And he did not down 77. But he did win the contest. He downed 75 hot dogs in 10 minutes. <laughs> beating the previous record of 74. He's the 13-time champion. He's won 13 times in the hot dog eating contest. Can you believe that? And so, so maybe the indoor out thing door thing has nothing to do with him winning. No, no, he was inside and 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 you know there was less people of course because of the covid but he knocked it out. He knocked out 75 and another milestone he had his 1000th wiener. Can you believe it? That's disgusting. He, he had he had his 1000th <laughs> wiener. What's so funny? He had his 1000th wiener. During the championship, I can't believe it, guys. My tummy hurts just thinking. About Joey Chestnut, it. and 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 you know, there's a woman too, Mickey Sudo. She knocked down forty eight point five francs. Mm. She won forty eight point five hot dogs in ten minutes. My goodness, guys, I I can't believe it. You know, Joey Chestnuts, 
congratulations. I can't wait till next year. And I missed the competition. I usually watch it live and I missed the competition. He he did almost throw up, but he held it down. <laughs> I'm glad we didn't. He, he watch held it, it down. There. He held it down. And Joey Chestnuts, good job, guy. You did you did good. I think so, you just like his name. No, no, no. Was it Joey? <laughs> yeah, no. Okay, pause. You you know what? Already. Or you know what? I don't know why she always it's always where's your notes? Where where Okay, that's taken care of. All right, moving on, guys. We need to get into the uh, flight plan, shall we? We shall. We'll get into the flight plan. So what we have what do we is... What have going on? Well, I've got to... I've felt that I need to give a public apology myself. A public apology. What now? And, well, I'm going to give a public apology. That's part of the flight plan. Okay. And I'm also... We're going to talk about our good friend Oscar. Oscar had a brush with death. And so that is definitely something else we're going to talk about. And we're also going to talk about uh, Calico Storicchio, something like that. I don't know. Uh, we're going to talk about that, and we're going to go into learn something. So we have a action-packed show. I think we might even go a little long in uh, on, on the show today because it's just action-packed, full of information for everybody to hear. So what say you, Carrie? Are you motivated? Are you ready for this? I'm motivated and ready. I'm going to be a good co-worker today. Okay. Okay. Outstanding. So we need to get into this thing about, uh, let's just say, this public apology that I have to give. And, you know, I decided I needed to give a public apology because there are some cat lovers out there. And I have said that I do not like cats. I'm impressed that you're going there. Yeah. I've said that I don't like cats. And... I feel that I need to give a public apology. And so I looked up public apologies and it says I, that. I, wait, wait. Yes, please continue. I, yes, I yes. know that apologies are very difficult for you. So whoever was offended with this cat thing, if he's actually going to give an apology, you should feel privileged. Yeah, because, I, well, very rarely am I wrong. So, but uh, anyway. I'm so, sorry is not in his vocabulary. Okay, that's 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 a reach, okay? It's a reach. Actually, it's not. But uh, so, <laughs> you know, when you give a, an apology, there's some things that you have to do. You have to own up and apologize. You have to address all the comments you got to listen first, talk last, take a step back, anticipate what should come next, mean what you say, accept blame, and act with purpose. So that is what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell everyone out there that loves cats, that there's nothing wrong with loving cats, and I apologize if I made anyone feel bad when I said that I don't like cats. Not okay. I apologize. It's I'm sorry that I offended you. What's the difference? What's the difference? I don't know the difference. I apologize does not sound personal. I don't know how many times I have to tell you this. It doesn't sound personal. And, and Yeah. And when you apologize, you'll say, well, I apologize if you feel this way. It's not about the other person. You need to be genuinely sorry for your comment. I feel like you're trying to make turn this into a relationship podcast. No, and and, and no. Not, not that. Um, I just want to work through your issues. So you, oh, really? <laughs> so you want me to say, I'm sorry. Okay. If that's you, what you feel that you have offended someone about cats or some people about cats, you need to say, I'm sorry that I singled out cat lovers. And well, I not cat lovers. I just, I didn't single out cat lovers. I just said, I don't like cats. Okay. Nothing against the cat lovers. 
I just don't like cats. Okay, I don't okay. like cats. Okay. And so, what are you apologizing about? Explain I, yourself. These are the cats I don't like. I don't like Mr. Bigglesworth. I don't like Jerry from Tom and Jerry. I don't like Grumpy Cat. I don't like Garfield. I don't like Sylvester. And I don't like that Cheshire Cat or however way you say it. I don't like him. I think you're missing the point. No, I'm telling you right now, I don't like him. I've got to be me. Now, when it comes to cats, there's only a couple cats that I will co-sign that I like. Heathcliff, Tigger, and Puss in Boots. Now, those are the three. The other cats, I don't like. Okay? So, how's that for a public apology? What say you? I, I think it's totally misconstrued. Okay. And if that's how you feel. Okay. And you have diplomatic immunity, fine. Okay. Well, you know what? This is what I'm going to do to make things up for all the cat lovers. I'm going to start off with our good friend, Oscar. Something that happened with our good friend, Oscar, and that's going to make everything better. Everybody's going to be happy once I tell this story. What say you, Carrie? What do you think? I think it sounds good. I'm ready. If only I could get my Commodore 64 computer to fire up. So here's what happened, okay? This story says, cat falls asleep in washing machine and miraculously survives 12-minute cycle. So how's that? (laughs) Does it, am I making amends? Here you go. I'm going to tell you what happened. I'm going to, I'm going to read Is this a feel good story? Well, let's just see what happens. Okay. (laughs) This might be a roller coaster ride. I don't know. We're just going to see what happens as far as the cat. So here's what happened. Okay. So the cat's name is Oscar. Okay. And here's what happened. The, now, of course I get my news from all types of sources, all types of sources. And it was a Burmese cat named Oscar. He miraculously survived a 12-minute cycle in the washing machine after owners didn't realize he'd fallen asleep inside. Can you believe that? You know, a cat just falls asleep right inside a wash and gets put inside the washing machine. That's very, very disturbing, but we're just going to keep rolling, okay? So the two-year-old cat had wandered into the washer for a quick nap, only to be stuck inside for a grueling 12 minutes on a hot wash with detergent. Gosh. Oscar's owner, Amanda Murdith, who lives in Moonjamba. You know where Moonjamba is? No. I believe it's right outside of Tulsa. But um, anyway, so Oklahoma? she first. Uh, yes. She first realized what had happened when she heard a peculiar meowing sound after her husband, Angelo, had loaded their bed sheets into the washer. You know, initially, Amanda thought the whining was coming from the cupboard. So she went to hang out another load of washer. Uh, excuse me. She went to hang out another load of washing, thinking nothing of it. You know, these things happen. You know, you're just, you know, you think you hear something and you say, you know what, I'm just going to keep doing my thing. And But when she came back inside and Oscar was nowhere to be seen, she started frantically searching the house. That was the moment she realized her furry friend was stuck inside the machine. She told ABC News, The poor little cat had his hands on the glass as he was doing the rotations and he was looking at me. That was so funny. Why are you laughing? It was tragic. That that, I don't know what you're laughing about. I just gave an apology. Well, you know what? Are are you on the edge of your seat? I I know everybody is on the edge of their seat because of this story. Okay. So it took further two minutes after the machine had to come to a stop and drained for the door to unlock. So two more minutes. Oh no! Yes, two so more she had minutes. To sit there and watch so the, the little she had to. <laughs> she, 
What's so funny? She had to watch this cat spin with her little cat paws doing rotations for two minutes. The washing machine had to come to a stop and it had to drain and the door would have to unlock. It's one of those washers that, um, you know, it locks, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, the following six hours were touch and go for the cat, according to the vet. Okay. And, you know, they're saying these incidents are not unusual. You know, the cat's in the washing machine. You know, I just I just don't understand. And the cat was giving some anti-inflammatories, among other medication, and Amanda took Oscar home. And luckily, after a week's recovery, he's back to normal. Although there was no damage done, she said that now Oscar often watches the machine as it spins. <laughs> she said, maybe he has PTSD or something. He has to sit at the door watching the watch cycle. Now, if that's not the feel-good story of the year, I don't know what it is. What say you, Carrie? Just... That story will bring a tear to a glass eye, as I've said before. You know, It's pl- just weird. <laughs> so, I don't know. It's not weird. Oscar was in the washer. I have redeemed myself. Maybe for all... he wants to jump back in. Like I, he thought it was a, a ride, you know, like an amusement park. I, I, I don't know. But what I know is that's the feel good story of the year. And I have redeemed myself with all cat lovers. What say you, Carrie? Have I redeemed myself? I think it's a far stretch. You think it's a far stretch? Yes. I redeemed myself. Oscar is safe. People, the cat lovers are happy and everything's all good. What say you, Carrie? Are you ready? Are you ready to go and get ourselves a cat? I'm going to go the extra mile. I'm going to go and I'm going to get a cat. No. What say you? No. One dog. That's it. Uh, what? You don't like cats? I, I, uh, I, I, I don't like their litter box. So you don't like cats? No, I didn't say anything. Okay, like so a guys, Plus, we've we got one, we've got a new person no. that doesn't like cats, guys. I'm with all no. cat people. Cat people, I'm with y'all. I love cats. I didn't say but I didn't my like My co-host cats. has just said that she does not like cats, guys. This is, this is very disturbing. No, we have a child that's allergic to cats. Are you going to have an apology on the podcast next no, week? No, I'm not going to apologize for a child that has an allergic reaction to cats. Well, you ain't got to get all hot about it. I think I do. Oh, my goodness, guys. Uh, we're going to get back to you uh, right after these messages. We got more stuff coming up. This is Flight 785. This podcast is sponsored by the Gentleman's Driving Club. You guys know the deal. Go check them out. They're on Instagram, Facebook. They got some fly stuff. Hats, hoodies. Shirts, decals, go check them out. Gentlemen's Driving Club, what drives you? Use code FLIGHT785, you'll get 15% off. Go check them out. So Italy has, um, you know, they're dealing with the coronavirus and all that stuff, but um, they have a championship game, a, a, a game they call it Calcio Storicchio, something like that. Calcio? Yeah, something like that. And it is one of the most violent, if not the most violent game on earth. And they usually have a championship every year. They had to cancel it because of the COVID. What sport so, is it? Well, let me tell you. It's oh, it's, okay. it's 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 crazy, okay? So you have two teams, 27 players on each side, and they're allowed to fist fight with each other for 50 minutes. Yes, 5-0 minutes while attempting to score goals in a net like a, uh, with a basketball. Well, it's, it's the same size as a basketball. It's brutal. No pads, no helmets, okay? It's just 54 men fist fighting in a ring with a basketball-sized ball, trying to throw it into a net, okay? So the players, they try to create a pass to each other's team goal by fighting through the opposition. Once the players have been taken down, 
enough players have been taken down, I guess. The ball handler runs to the other side and tries to score. So, you know, players are allowed to punch, choke, headbutt, and takedowns. But, you know, fighting is only limited to one-on-one and no sucker punches are allowed. Okay. Who's going to be able to keep an eye on that? Uh, you know what? I, I don't know how the ref... There are referees. And so what they do is they just go ahead and they just fist fight. And so they quoted one of the players as saying that he's glad that um, America is starting to hear about this sport and it's going to be popular in America. And I'm asking where in America is this sport going to be played at? Because this sounds just straight up bananas. It sounds illegal to me. I mean, no, I mean, it's, it's perfectly legal. Well, you know? you know, if you look up extreme sports right. and um, at soccer games in Europe, they have like fist fights and huge fights in the streets and outside the stadiums and in the stadiums during the games. Yeah, it's but very that, violent. Yeah, but that's drunk fans. Okay, this no, no, this no, no. This is they do it as a sport. Oh, really? Yeah, like it's it's in like the stands. A, they get drunk like blood, and fight. No, it's like a blood sport. It's not like I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It's, really? I saw a video of it. Yeah. Do, do you have 26 of your friends that you like to get together? And, no. And, and, oh, no, you don't. Okay. No, I okay. don't. I don't. I don't intend to ever be hit. And I okay. no. Okay, I understand. So there's a Netflix special about it. Guys, check it out. It's called Home Game. And it focuses on the 2019 finals between the Reds and the Whites. <laughs> and so they talk all about it. It's uh, But it's just something interesting, you know, just to see what's going on in right. other countries. You know, we've got football. We've got baseball. We've got basketball. They've got 54 men in a big old pit, you know, fist fighting. So uh, just get 26 of your friends and uh, and then uh, get back with me, Carrie. What say you? I say throw an alligator in there and we're good to go. You know what? I th- Okay. <laughs> Okay, uh, you know what? I th- I think we need to learn something. Uh, I I think we need to learn something. What say you, Carrie? Sounds good to me. Okay, okay. we're gonna do that. We are gonna Let's learn go. something about coworker etiquette, the do's and don'ts. Oh, outstanding! Uh, Business News Daily says there's something called industrial organizational psychology, which I know there is. I've taken a class in it. This industrial organizational psychology focuses on individual behaviors in the workplace. Okay. okay. And or iOS. But please continue. Sure. Is that right? Is that how you spell psychology? No. Okay. My mistake. Please continue. You think what you want to think. Please continue. Um, this type of study can shed some light on coworker workplace etiquette. Okay. Okay. Um it allows you to see um the employees and the supervisor perspective, all right. Yes, yes. All right. So when you're looking at coworker etiquette from a professional standpoint, there are different perspectives. There is the creating a cohesion in the workplace, which is the mental and verbal actions. Yes. And then there's the to increase work efficiency, the physical actions. Oh, okay. All right. Um, I have a few questions for you. Okay, please. Um, what type of coworkers get on your nerves as a leader? Oh, that's simple. Everyone. Okay. Yes. What type of coworker gets on your nerves as an equal? As an equal? Uh, like an equal worker. Everyone. I'm a Scorpio. Please continue. You're weird. Yes. Okay. So Business Insider gives us many do's and don'ts. So they say do not gossip and rumor in the workplace. Oh, yeah. That's definitely a no-no. But 
light gossip is okay, but not asking about each other's pay. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You said do not gossip in the workplace, but yes. then you said, but light gossip is okay. Um, They're talking like light gossip as in, hey, have you seen that we've got extra reports that came out three months ago, you know, and light gossip like that gives you a heads up. Something might be wrong in the workplace, like the workflow is going awry. So that kind of gossip is OK, but that's not the hey, type of my neighbor in the cuticle over there in the is... cuticle. <laughs> Excuse me. Cubicle. Have you been drinking? Have no. you been drinking? No, you stop. Don't... Okay. All right, please continue. The neighbor continue. in the cuticle has slept for it's, three it's, hours it's, every day. It's cubicle. I'm trying to say that, okay. but you keep interrupting I'm, I'm sorry. Me. Please continue. You know I'm going to run this back, right? You know I'm going to run this back, but please continue. Please continue. Where are you going to run it back to? No, please continue. <laughs> okay. So it is not acceptable for, for coworkers to borrow money from each other. Okay. Um, right. I would think this is common sense, but I don't know. Have you experienced this in the workplace or any uh, scenarios like that ever happened to you as a supervisor or an equal? What, people asking for money? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All the time. And how does that make you feel? Well, I tell them I'm on a fixed income, and uh, so I probably can't do that. But, you know. Okay. You, they usually walk away. But truth be told, we're all on a fixed income. I mean, if you get the same check every, uh, you know. Every, you know, month or, you know, every well, two you weeks. Can fix you can know? your income any way you want. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but you know what? You know, they're not that bright, so they don't figure okay. it out. So you do not use the phrase honestly. That is not, you should not do that because it makes people think that he or she is not being honest all the time. You know what? I really can't stand when people always say honestly, and then they go ahead and say what they're going to say. You know, or didn't you just say or, that? Or, no, I, I don't. Uh, honestly, I wouldn't say something like that. But, you know, <laughs> you know, or when people say, you know, when you ask them a question and they say, you know, do you to tell you the truth? And I'm like, or, you know, I'm like, no, I want you to lie to me. You know, just say it, you know, just say yeah. it. Yeah. You know, so tell we, me what you want, what you really, really want. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I totally agree with you. Yes. Up front, honest, straightforward. Tell me I'm what you sure want, what I you really, heard. really want, you know? Yeah. Shout out to the spicy girls, you know, the spicy <laughs> girls, you know, that group, uh, you know, they're yes. across the pond. Yes. Hello, governor. Okay. You know, every podcast, I'm going to get a hello, governor in there, but please continue. So um, things that you should not say also is, do you like how a piece of clothing fits on another person? Don't, don't. Don't don't comment on how a piece of clothing fits on another person. Okay. Uh, do not tell... Like you're looking really good in that skirt or that yeah, skirt really no, looks good on you? not appropriate. Okay, okay. <laughs> do not tell a coworker, you people are always causing problems. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah you people, that's definitely a trigger. Yeah, you people's not good. Um, you want to avoid subjects such as Religion, politics, and child rearing. Oh, okay. I, I thought this was questionable to me because if you leave all that out, what is there to talk about? You know, and another reason why I started this podcast is because, you know, I have a good friend, uh, shout out to EJ. He tells me that, you know, 
I give unsolicited advice and, you know, it's unsolicited, but you know what? I give it anyway. So Not that's, welcome. Yeah, it's unwelcome, you know? And you know what? I'm beginning to think, you know, if I wasn't a, a bigger person, I would have a complex because someone else told me, they said, Kenyon, you bring out the best in people. And I said, oh, well, thank you. And they said, and you also bring out the worst in people. And I, <laughs> I remember you someone know, said that. You know that I don't person? remember who Well, said she's that. not getting a gift for Christmas. I'll tell you that much. She's <laughs> She's not getting a gift, but please continue. And there was another gift earlier this week that you got chastised for, too. Um, Okay, so there's, moving on, uh, there are random things that you should not be saying, like, don't say, see this rash, I am expecting lab results tomorrow. Um, Don't ask a coworker to hook up, even if you're just asking to get together. To hook up. Yes. Can you be a little bit more specific? I don't know what that means. be misconstrued as sexual harassment. Oh, okay. Yes. Well, we don't definitely don't want that. But please no. continue. Yes. Um, don't ask to borrow deodorant. Okay. Uh, Has that not... happened to you before? Or? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. I've been asked to borrow other things, but not deodorant. Oh, really? Uh, not all sharing is caring. Um, don't tell coworkers that you want to want to or you are suing the company, um, especially if this is you. This is when. Yes. You so your 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 basically what you're saying is, don't tell your coworkers that you are going to sue the company. Yeah. You know because, why? Because they're going to go ahead. They're going to gossip. You know, which which is another thing or snitch. However you want to call yes, it. Yes, and you know. you're just going to upset the company and want to sue them anyway. Well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, nobody wants uh, to uh, hear about other people's personal relationships in the workplace. Well, now I'm going to have to take, uh, I don't know about that, because there's some people that like to hear that. Because you like to be a gossiper. Oh, I am not a gossiper. We go back to step one for you, huh? Honestly, I'm not a gossiper, Carrie, but please continue. You're very rude. Well, I just had one story about how I totally agree with, I don't want to hear about people's personal relationships in the workplace. Oh, I like to hear this. I got fed up with my boss telling me all about his relationships and all about his dates. And he told me that he went out on a date after the first date. He asked the person to move in with him. Oh, wow. And then two days later, he comes and tells me, I regret doing that. And I said, well, you think so? Maybe you should have gotten a dog. Yeah, yeah. Young instead love. of a girlfriend. Yeah, well, it's always best not to go ahead when you meet somebody immediately and ask them to move in. You, you That's really just bad news. And when he comes and tells you, you're trying to get your work done. I know. That's the whole thing. I'm all about the business. Or... Are, are you more upset that he didn't follow your uh, any advice that you could have given him? or No, I just kind of listened and said, mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I, I didn't want to be a part of it. Well, you know, speaking of coworkers and crazy coworkers and things that happen, so I pulled up something on my Commodore 64. And yes. it, what so did this, you find? Okay, so this guy says that he shares office space with the woman who's been working in the firm for about 35 years, right? Mm-hmm. So underneath her desk, she had a banker's box. You know what a banker's box is, right? One of those banker's boxes half filled at least 10 kilos with colorful rocks. You know, very, okay. So one day he asked her about the rocks, you know, and she says, oh, every time somebody really pisses me off, they get a rock in my box so I can remember it. So, you know, so he says, 
You mean all of those rocks represent somebody? She rummaged in the box for a second and pulled one out. This is for the time the department secretary didn't invite me to her Christmas party, even though I gave her a present. So then, you know, the guy says, okay, so he picks another rock out at random and says, who's this for? And the lady says, this is for the old boss who retired. I told her not to hire that woman for accounting, and she got pregnant six months later. She should have listened to me. So, you know, so the guy, he just stares, and then he says, he looks at the lady, and he thinks for a second, and he says, so do I have any rocks? And the lady just glared at him for a second and then turned her back to her newspaper. So, you know, you have people that are just just crazy when it comes to stuff like that, and it's just crazy co-workers you know you've have you had dealt with crazy co-workers before yes so, I'd, i had to go home and look up some symptoms in my dsm book do you uh, know well, I, I don't know what dsm it's is. a is diagnostic some... statistical manual for mental disorders you know what i don't and i would have known shocked. that as soon as you said dsm that's the first thing that i was thinking diagnostic i was shocked and appalled at how many boxes this employee checked off on really just, yes just straight up crazy Yes. Yeah, you know what? And you know what? I could say crazy because I have diplomatic immunity. Okay? <laughs> I'm going to say crazy. Okay? So here's another one. So this one's a good one. Okay? okay? So this guy says, when I was 16, I was working at Wendy's. All right? So he was in charge of, of training, you know, training people. Yeah. And so he goes to, to train this woman, and she had some substance abuse problems, uh, which isn't, this was not, you know. These things happen. Could be and, a problem. Yeah. So the woman kept hitting on him and telling him how cute, how cute he was. And mm -hmm. and then she ran out the door with $100. $100 in her hand just ran out the door. And the funny thing, if it was just been the money, you know, she'd have just been fired. But she ran out with the Wendy's work walkie-talkie. And so she got charged <laughs> with the felony. You know, it's just crazy. You, you, mistake, mistake, mistake. You run out with the walkie-talkie. She took her work home with her. So you ever heard of, uh, you know, love triangles, right? So here's here, here's one more. This is a good one. So this guy, you know, he was working at Arby's at co in college. You know, he's going to college. He was working at Arby's. You know, sounds good enough. So one of his managers, who was a female, she had split up with her husband. And she started having relations with one of the kitchen staff, who was a male. But then it went sour, unfortunately, and she started hooking up with one of the female employees. It just just crazy. Started working with the female employees. So ordinarily, this wouldn't be a problem, except the male guy that she had been having relationship, he still harbored some feelings. And so that led to some nasty shouting matches during work hours. They tried, you know, they and they would try to get all the other employees at Arby's into the argument and take sides. And the guy that's telling the story, he just said, I'm just trying to slice roast beef. I'm just trying to slice roast beef. You know, you know, and so, you know, I think that's going to be my mantra. Whenever there's some craziness that happens, I'm just going to say, I'm just trying to slice roast beef. So that's just going to be our little, you know. Yeah. So guys okay. out there, if anything crazy happens, just say, I'm just trying to slice roast beef. You know, because that's, you know, that's what we're just trying to do. We're just trying to make it through the day. Just yeah. trying to make it through life. You know, and I you know, feel I feel that way often with you. Yeah, really? Yes. I'm offended. I, You know what? I'm offended. <laughs> so, you know what? You know, it's time to end this podcast. But before we, because we're over on time again, as usual. But you know what? 
I've decided to come up with a new segment. And you know what it's called? What the kids are listening to. So you know what? I've decided to let you all know, because I'm a Generation Xer, what the kids are listening to. So I have, there is a rapper out there that my son listens to, and his name is Young Gravy. Y-U-N-G Gravy. Now, I don't, I, I don't think that he's, uh, Young sounds like, you know, someone from, you know, Asia or something, but I don't, I believe he is Caucasian. And his name is Young Gravy, and he has a song that, you know, he just talks about, you know, you know, he's extremely confident and, you know, he brags about his current lifestyle and he details his life, which he gets so many women that he doesn't even know how to keep track of with them. You know, you know, he just he can't keep track of them. You know, ever had that problem, um, you know, of Carrie? keeping track of his girls. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he has trouble keeping track of his girls. I know someone that had a problem with that. Uh you know what? That's that's for another story. But anyway, so moving on, I'm going to give you all a verse from Young Gravy. This song was called Forget Me Thoughts. And what he says is, flow so hot, you can call me Gravy Cajun. Pull up on the scene with 36 Asians. Whoa. Gravy on the ox got your girl salivating. I'm up in Miami with a team full of Haitians. Ooh, trying to hit up little Haiti, baby. Pat Swayze, gravy pull up with your lady. Princess Daisy, my side chick is 80. Pull up on your daughter like I'm Kevin effing Spacey. What do you think about those lyrics, Carrie? What say you? That's what the kids are listening to. You know? That's Very what, inappropriate. Yeah, well, you know what? Yeah. I, I think it also refers to video games, so. Yeah, yeah, he does, but uh, you know what? <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, I really like that. You know, he's trying to hit up little Haiti, baby. You know, you like Pat Swayze. And, you like yeah. the rhyme. And, and Gravy will pull up with your lady, Princess Daisy, and his side chick is 80. You know, yeah. I, I like that. And that's what the kids are listening to. What say you, Carrie? Okay. I love it. It's uh, Guys, uh, stay tuned for next week. Please subscribe to Flight 785, and we will be back. We love y'all. Carrie, any last words? Have a good night. If no one's ever told you, I'm going to tell you, we love you. This is Flight 785.